This is Recruitment Agency Ignition with Andy Whitehead. Helping you build your recruitment employment business fast. Fast, fast. Using digital and automation and one-to-many systems, tools, and inbound strategies. So, welcome to today's session. We're going to power through this, and this is going to be 95%. It's going to be specking out on my iPad. So, this is very much a hands-on session. This isn't going to be a set of presentations in a one-way street. It's going to be an um, interactive 45, 60 minutes, okay? So, what I'm going to take you through is how in the last 12 months, I've helped launch numerous, numerous businesses, but also taken many, many, many to a mill, two to three mil, from 100 to 500, et cetera. I'm going to give you the, um, the landscape of how this has happened. So we're going to power through this. But first of all, um, for those just checking in, welcome. I understand the audio is good, so I'm just going to power forward, okay, guys? So with that said, I'm going to be moving really, really quickly today. For those of you who've been on previous sessions, you know I'm extremely passionate about this. I've lived and breathed digital now since 1996, and this is my baby. So I'm going to be moving really, really quickly. Now, for those of you who are here for the first time, just very, very quickly, my passion has been the online world for, well, for my entire adulthood. I've been in recruitment now for just pushing a decade. Uh, we're seen as uh, the inbound and automation recruitment strict search specialist in the UK, USA, and global. Actually, we're now changing our own um, well, we're changing our own positioning, really, because we're actually building recruitment businesses, because now, of course, we're in a digital age. So I'm not going to go through too much. You can go and Google, find out, go to our website, etc. I want to get into the actual doing for you today. We've got a book coming out, The Laptop Recruiter. So look out for that. It'll be just before Christmas, touch wood, um, if the publisher and I can get our ducks in a row. So that's going to be out just before Christmas. And what I want to do is really share with you the nine accelerators to ensure that you get the well, a, a recruitment stroke search business that runs for you. So although we're talking about, quote, the laptop recruiter, and indeed that's some of our future branding now, we've got clients who are doing 30, 40 million. About 90, 95% of the, the guys and girls who come to us are a one to five man recruitment business, uh, maybe doing 100K now looking to get to half a mil, or they're doing half a mil looking to get to a mil. But also we have, um, we have clients who are doing 40, 50, 60 million. So whether you've got a, a business you want to run from, quote, your laptop, or indeed you work in an office with 10 consultants, the key to this is the same nine accelerators, which we're going to go through today. So again, I'm going to say that again. Although we, we talk about the laptop recruitment um, approach, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be sat on your laptop. But it may be. About 70% of those who come to us actually want that. So it's the nine projects that we need to focus on, the nine accelerators. So... Whether you've got a 12-month plan or a three-year plan, we're talking about you becoming a, a business owner. It's something I'm really, really trying to push throughout the industry now in a big, big way. You're actually not a recruiter. You're a business owner. If you're still recruiting and doing the recruiting, you've got a job. You've got a job. You're not a, a business owner. You're a business owner who happens to be in recruitment. You're not a recruiter. I'll say that again. I really want you to get that. So... I want to focus on two timelines today, 12 months and, and three years. So first of all, this chap, this guy came to us, Keith. I might have seen him from a webinar a couple of weeks ago. 
Keith had a three-year plan. In fact, in 18 months, he shut down his office. He's now working from his laptop. He's now earning more money. He's ever earned in recruitment. He's been in recruitment 20-odd years, but he's now earning more from his laptop, working two days a week. Because now he's got the systems and the team running it for him virtually. Now, why I'm saying this is not to give you some ego rub for me. It's to let you know that real recruitment business owners with real recruitment offices, real recruitment overheads, real recruitment stress are implementing these things. They're, the market is changing, guys. It's changing. And if you don't recognize that, you're, you're probably going to be in for a hard time. So you might have seen this before, but I just want to show you Keith again. The reason why is Keith's focusing on nine projects. And that's what we're going to go through. This guy, he joined us doing about 250,000. He did just under a million in his first 12 months. This year, he's going to do much, much more than that. And also, he's set up a whole new business now, a whole brand new business, completely different niche, actually in Europe. He's based in the United States. Now, I'm just giving you that as a precursor because I want you to know this isn't some bullshit, crappy, secondhand car salesman talking to you. This is real world. This is what runs in my business and what runs in their business. So I'm going to take you through these accelerators right now. So what I'm going to do is switch to my iPad. So, so this is what I'm going to do. So hopefully you've got this sheet already. So what we're going to do is power through this. We're going to power through this model. But first of all, what I want to do is get an understanding of where you are and what you're looking to actually achieve. What you're actually looking to achieve in your, in your business. So if we think about what we're actually doing here, and again, we are recruitment business owners. We are not recruiters. You're a business owner. So let's get some clarity around what this actually means to you. So if we put a plan in place, which is effectively what we want to be doing today, and we think about the criteria you've got. So this is today. And in three years, where do you want to be? It might be 12 months. But what's the criteria for you? So typically, the criteria normally I get when we have someone come to us, the first criteria is I've been around Andy now three months, and we've, we've um, X star revenue, or we've, I've been around Andy six months, X my revenue, and I, we've now scaled by, by Y. So normally, the first criteria is there's a monetary criteria, a monetary criteria. So in three years, what, what are you looking for? And I want you to write this down. The second criteria normally is about time you've got in the business. So in a minute, you might be working six days a week, you might be working 15-hour days, I don't know. And the third is you want a shift of role. You actually want to be a business owner, stroke CEO. And let me say like people put on Facebook, CEO of AndyWhite.com, means absolutely zero. But really have a business that runs without you. So those three criteria, is that three criteria you can relate to? Possibly. So what I want you to do first of all, I want you to just tell me, in three years, what does your ideal look like in terms of re revenue? What are you looking to get to in three years? Is it a mil? Is it two mil? Is it half a mil? I, I, what are you looking to get to in three years? What's your ideal? And I want you to write next to it, so it might be two mil. Time in the business might be one day. Role in the business, act as CEO. What does OK look like? It might be doing 750K. You might be doing one mil. I don't know your metrics. Time in the business might be three days. What's your role in the business? Now, what does Paul look like? What does Paul look like for you? Is it you're doing 500K in three years and you're still working five days a week? And what's going to be a disaster for you? What is going to be a disaster for you in, in three years? Is it doing 100K? Is it doing a mil? you doing now? Is it working seven days a week? Not seeing your kids. 
So what I want you to do is actually spec out what that is. First of all, I want you to do that now. I want you to do that now. So if we've got our, our ideal, if we've got our, we're doing okay. If we've got our, this is getting pretty shitty, poor. And if we've got our disaster, we've got four lines there. We've got four lines there. But one, two, three, and four. One, two, three, and four. So what do you want to get out today? So maybe you're, you, you, you're heading towards line four and you want to get it fixed. Maybe you're on line one now and you want to speed up the, the timeline. You want to get three years growth into the next 12 months, like Brand did. Well, let's do this, though. So if you're on, the, on line one, we want to speed up. If you're on line, line two, we need, to do, we need to get some speed, but also we need to get some strategy in place. If you're on three or four, we need to get this fixed. Before we do this, what I want to do is just put some bullets between the eyes around the whole online thing, the whole, yeah, I've been reading about I need to do things online. I've read about landing pages. I've read about blogs and all this stuff. Yeah, I, I know about this. Let me just give, give you some clarity, first of all. I had um, a strategy session with a company yesterday in America, big, big company. And they're um, in, in a financial channel, a financial niche, and they've got multiple companies in that niche. And we had a, a conference call with the, the CEO and three of their, well, two, sorry, two of their other, um, the sales manager and um, the marketing manager. And when I broke down the metrics and actually shared with them, your whole strategy is, is, is screwed. They're on about an inbound strategy and um, this landing page strategy. And we're going to send emails and send them to a landing page. And we've got this awesome white papers we're creating. The strategy screwed. And I can see within five minutes the strategy screwed. I'm not sure how much they paid for that strategy, but it was screwed. So what I'm going to do is, first of all, is give you a couple of insights that maybe can give you some indication as to, as to where your business might be or indeed why there's so much bullshit out there around online. So I talk about recruitment 1.0, which is the olden days. 2.0 is where people are now saying, yeah, create a landing page and send out an email. It's absolute garbage. And let me show you why. So let's say we've got a, an email going out, okay? We've got an email going out. So we've been told, yeah, send out an email to your list. And your list, say, consists of, say, you've got 3,000 clients on your list. And the, the, the strategy is we're going to send an email to our list. Then they're going to go to a landing page. They're going to download some awesome white paper or document you've had created. And then they become a lead. And there's people out there selling this. Frustrates the living, living crap out of me. Let's look at the metrics. So you send 3,000. Let's say you get an, a 10% open rate. That equals 300 of open email. Let's say 10% of those click on the link. That means 30 go to your landing page. Let's say that landing page. Now, we've got members who are getting 80 90% on landing pages. We're, we're getting better conversions from companies like ClickFunnels. But let's say you, you, you still do well and you get 50%. 50% on your landing page, opt-in, download. That becomes 15. So that 3,000 becomes 15. They've downloaded your white paper. They've got your white paper or your content. Then what happens? You expect 15 to phone you? The strategy is flawed. It's flawed. In recruitment 2.0, when people talk about landing pages and blogs and putting out content, that might have worked two, even three years ago. It doesn't work now. The metrics don't stack up. One of the questions I always want to assess when I look at um, a, a company is this, and you might want to draw this with me, and you can give, give yourself a brief diagnostic. If you look at your, your marketplace, 
you look at your marketplace, and normally, I need just six metrics from a company. I normally get a fairly good idea where the holes are going to be. But let's start with this. Let's start with this. And you can do this now. So your clients, your candidates. In your entire marketplace, how many clients are there? So a client means this, an organization. So it could be ABC recruit, uh, abcengineering.com. So the organization multiplied by the amount of decision makers in the, in the organization. So let's say in abcengineering.com, there's a HR director, there's a CEO, there's a program manager, there's a team leader, and there is a development manager. That could be five decision makers. So it could be five. And let's say there's a thousand orgs on average, and there's five decision makers. That means in your niche, roughly, there's 5,000 clients. Now, there's a whole process you go to map the market properly, of course, but I want you to just get a rough feeling first of all. So in the market, how many clients are in your niche? So if I take this example and say 5,000, you can fill out your own straight away. How many candidates are in your niche? Now, of course, you can list all the roles, and I'm not going to go through it now, but let's say there's 50,000 candidates in your niche. Now, next, in your database, in your database, I don't care if database is in a CSV file, I don't care if it's on the back of a cigarette packet for now, but in your database, how many clients do you have? Let's say you've got 1,000. Let's say you've got 5,000 candidates. What we've got going on here is a gap. So straight away, I can see there's a gap of 4,000. There's a gap of 45,000. So what I normally see from these metrics and another set of metrics is normally I can predict the three steps that you're using to get clients and the three steps you're using to get candidates by identifying these metrics and another set of metrics we won't go through just yet. If we get time later, we will. So if you look at the gap in your marketplace, if there's a big gap, if you've got a gap of anything over um, probably 90%, you've got a problem. You're probably doing old school recruiting. You're probably going to LinkedIn and sending emails that don't convert. You're probably doing networking or contacting a candidate and trying to get an in. You're probably using the phone. You might be doing an email blast. You might put out a blog now again and build it and they will come. Guess what? They're not coming. With candidates, you're probably going on job boards. You might be uh, going to your, your, your database. You might be picking up the phone to candidates, which damages your brand, et cetera, et cetera. But normally, from a set of these metrics, I've got a fairly good idea why the business has plateaued, why they're not getting through to past 250 grand or not getting past a mil or not getting whatever the business is. And whether the business is doing five mil now, a huge company, like the guy I spoke to yesterday, or whether you're a guy who's doing 100 grand a year. Same process. Uni clients, uni candidates. So first of all, I want you to do this. Inside the chat box, what's your gap for the, for the client side? To CL, what's your gap? So in your market, how many clients are there? How many candidates are there? Because what you shouldn't be doing is when you need a client, you shouldn't be going, going to a job board, reverse engineering the steps. You shouldn't be doing a manual one-to-one -one approach. You shouldn't be picking up a little black, black book. You shouldn't be going to networking events. So what's your gap? This is the first process and understanding, right, what, where are the holes in my business? So identify what your gap is. So I want you to do that now. Just detail yourself. What is your gap? And that gap typically indicates we've got a problem with the business, and that's why we've hit a ceiling. We've hit a ceiling. And indeed, you're burning yourself out and killing yourself. And you have good month, bad month, good month, good year, bad month, bad year. And in terms of the strategies of build a landing page, it's absolute 
BS. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get into the model I'm going to share with you. So first off, guys, does that make sense in terms of metrics, in terms of sharing with you, like the, the, identifying the gap and also identifying why, quote, recruitment 2.0 is flawed? What I'm focused on, and I believe every recruitment business owner should be focused on, whether they're looking to get the five mil or get to their first mil or get to the first 500K, is you need to have a business. And a business where you actually run as a, as a, a business owner. So whether you're looking to get to high six or seven figures, that's what you want, you to be a business owner. Now, there are three drivers to making this happen. And there's three needs that I typically find every time I speak to a business owner, again, whether you're doing 100K or you're doing a mil. One is predictability. You crave predictability to have consistent certainty about what's going to come in this month. So you might listen to one of my podcasts, I think it's podcast 48, 49 or 50, where I talk about being able to predict exactly how many leads will come in in the next month. And I'll show you how to reverse engineer the steps. So with predictability, you get the certainty. You get the certainty. The second driver is, most recruiting business owners who come to me now, they've heard me talk about this now for five, six, seven years, is what automation. Well, what that gives you, it gives you freedom and the ability to scale. And the third component is, you actually becoming a business owner. So normally, and I say normally with, with um, about 75% caveat, I speak to a quote, a business owner, and really they've got a, a well-paid job, or indeed a not a well-paid job. It's not really a business. So what we're looking to do is get mastery over your business. So the business runs for you. And that sounds a bit woo-woo, but it clearly is not woo-woo. We need a business that runs without you. I'm sure you've read look, built, uh, books like Built to Sell, etc. That's what we need for your recruitment business. Now, if we can get predictability, and we get you to become a business owner, you get control over your business. You get control. If you actually become a business owner and you can manage the projects and not stuck in the day-to-day, -day, and you get the automation running, you get growth. If you've got the predictability and certainty, and you've got the automation running, you've got profit. You can actually predict what's going to happen in the next month, next 90 days. So for each one of these components, there's a set of accelerators that we need to implement. A set of accelerators we need to implement. So number one, with predictability, the first thing you must be able to do is map the market. So know exactly how many clients are in your marketplace, and then have databases built. So if there's 10,000 clients in your marketplace, have 10,000 in your database. Why wouldn't you? So when you need to access it, you can use an automated process to get inbound leads. Or when you sell your business, it adds zeros to the business because you've now got a data set. For example, WhatsApp. Billions and billions and billions. Why? Because of the contacts. So you must map the market and build data sets. Number two, to get predictability, you must become the celebrity in your niche. The celebrity in your niche. So you might remember me talking about Bill McCabe. Got featured in Huffington Post, um, Forbes, Forbes magazine. He didn't write one word of content. But then what that means is getting invited to events, to speak on stage to every client you could ever want for IBM. You must become the celebrity in your niche to get that predictability. It gives you certainty. And number three, you need to become a trusted advisor. So at any one point, your client has three options. Another recruitment business, an internal recruitment function possibly, or maybe a first suppliers list. So you must become a trusted advisor. What that means 
is you overcome all the objections before you even speak to anyone. All of your prospects are not equal, as I'm going to show you in a, in a second. Now, next, in terms of automation, the accelerators you must implement, number one, you must have a client automated process, client automation. Only 10 to 30% of your clients are actively looking to hire now or in the, indeed the next 90 days. So why do you treat all of your clients exactly the same? And again, I made a podcast about this just recently. You can go listen to it. So you need client automation to actually flush out who are the A's, B's, and C's. Secondly, you need candidate automation. You need candidate automation. You may have seen the video we put out with um, Trevor Renner, Andy Bourne. Trevor's getting 1,000 inbound, that's inbound a day, nurses into his inbox, inbound a day in his inbox. His database is now pushing half a million. Now, you might be in a niche where there's only 500 candidates. Awesome, even easier. But you must have automation, number one, that brings a candidate to you. Then number two, it filters out the A's, B's, and C's. You can't treat them all the same. And number three, you must have a sales process that's one to many. You cannot be doing all the sales. If you 10x your leads, you cannot do 10x the sales. So you need a one-to-many sales process. Now, you become a business owner. This is a big focus for me and well, I'm pushing with my, my members now the next, next six months. This is huge. Huge, huge, huge. Number one, you must install a seven-figure model. So if you're running your business as a job owner, you're not going to scale. I'm not saying you drop doing all the doing, but I'm saying you must install your role as a seven-figure business. If you're a seven-figure now, you're looking to get to five figures. You must install your role as a seven-figure seven figure business, but get into five mil. You cannot expect to be getting to a million and, and treating your, your business as a, as a job. And you have the same roles in your business as a job. It's craziness. Secondly, you need to leverage a virtual team. Leverage a virtual team. So every one of my members, every single one has a virtual team. Whether the business is doing 40 million or they, they're at startup, every single one. So every single month, they know their LinkedIn network, for example, is growing by 1,000. Every single day, they know there's a 500 new leads going into their database. If they're running the webinar, they're not part of the webinar process. If they're running a double R process, they're not setting it up. Again, your role is not to do the doing. And number three, key, strategy. My personal KPI is eight days a month. I want completely out of the business, downtime, two days a week just to think, create things like what's in front of you now. You must have that as a business owner. If you're on this treadmill, you're not going to have the ability to, to create, plan. So this is the model that's been working now in the last 12 months. And I'm going to dig into a couple of these projects now, a couple of projects that are going to be really, really relevant to you. And I can show you the infrastructure of how they work. But these are the nine accelerators that you must have in place. You must have in place. So first off, let me do this. Love to know where you are. Let's say lots of new names on here. If we take a, a traffic light approach to this. Let's see where you are now. Are you red? Are you amber? Are you green? So what you do is do this. I just want you to go around and just go, right, I'm red here. I, have, I don't know the market size. In fact, my database, I've got no idea, or we haven't got a database. Uh, number two, um, I'm not a celebrity. Hardly anyone knows me. Number three, trusted advisor. Yeah, I think, I think I've got some positioning there. Okay. Right then, have I got any client automation? Am I red or am I green? Why don't you just do that quickly? So maybe you, you recognize you're still treating your business as a job. 
You're not treating it as a, as a, as a real seven-figure business. Maybe you haven't got a virtual team. Maybe you tried that and it's, Andy, I've tried that. It doesn't work. Yep, trust me, I've been there. We've got a whole four-part um, process where it's how to create a seven-figure virtual team called Frustration and Freedom. Um, and I've went through, in one, in one period, over 50 VAs, made every mistake you can make over a decade ago. I feel your pain. So this isn't woo-woo. This is an infrastructure that must happen. So what I'm going to do now is just going to power forward, and I'm going to actually dig on, dig deep into two, two projects and two accelerators that most people get really excited about because they know this is key. So client automation and candidate automation. So you grab a pen and paper, guys. You do this with me. You do this with me. You got a pen and paper there. I'm going to draw out the infrastructure for an automated process that has got 100% travel record every single time it's been run. It's brought in either clients or candidates or both. I'm going to draw it out for you right now. Then we'll dig deep on, on two components. My, um, my daughter's pushing, let me see, 19 months. And I uh, pride myself on I've never been ill, never, ever been ill. Uh, when I worked in the corporate world, never, ever took a day sick. And really, really pride myself on that. And like, I think I'm really fit and healthy. Along comes my beautiful daughter, and suddenly, bam, a kryptonite. So um, I'm sure lots of you can relate to that. Uh, anyhow, I digress. So what I want to focus on, guys, is this. If I just quickly give you a, a visual, you know, the brain processes information 60 times faster than it does visually, than it does auditory. If we think about this, this is a 12-month cycle, okay? 12 months. And let's say we're focusing on clients to start with. So we got three months, six, nine, 12, of course. Okay. Your client, if we say this is today, so this is today now. Your clients right now, there's probably anywhere from 10 to 20% who are looking to hire in the next, next month or two. The rest are going to be hiring at some point in this next nine months, okay? So why do we treat every client exactly the same? When in fact, only 10, 20% of them are actually going to be hiring now. But we pick up the phone, we send out emails and hit and hope. It's, it's crazy. So what we need to do is filter out the A's, B's and C's. A's are the hiring, they want, they want to speak to you. B's are, we're hiring later. In that case, we send what we call client attainment system and the C's are not relevant. But C, you can't shouldn't have too many C's. So we want an automated process that flushes them out. So this is what we want to do. So we call this process double R, double R. And actually, it's something we created about two years ago. Um, you might remember overnight, LinkedIn changed their algorithms. In the old days, you could contact 100 people a day on LinkedIn. And then they changed it overnight and it became 15 people a month. So we had to find a way of identifying our, our members, client or candidate on LinkedIn or Zing or any social platform or indeed anywhere, anywhere online, build a data set, and then automate the process. So it became a big problem at the time. It's actually the biggest win ever. But what we've got is a process that looks like this. Let me just change that. So step one is this, guys. Step one is you want to build a database of your clients and candidates. So let's say, for example, there are 5,000 clients that you want. So let's focus on clients to start with. They could be CEOs in middle market in USA, or they could be program managers in, in Java in New York, or wherever it might be. Let's focus on clients. There's 5,000. So we create a database. So remember what we did in the very first step? We mapped the market and build database. Next step, 
we take this data set, it's literally a CSV file, a first name, email. Step two, load it up to the process, double R, double R, which is a tool. Step three, we upload template one, template two, template three, template four. So these are literally templates which are pre-written, tested over 10,000 times, then they're tested with five or in the circle members. Then what we do is, I'll keep it nice and simple for now, we start the sequence, and then we get the reply, step five, inbound. A's, B's, and C's. Now, if you go to our website, or indeed you see us on any other webinars, or you go to iTunes, you'll see that we're getting, the highest ever had is a 94% inbound reply rate. That means we put in 1,000 leads, 940 replied to us. So look at the process happened there. Number one, we've identified who the clients we want. Remember the first project, the first accelerator, map the market, build data set. We upload it into the tool. The templates proven are done. Then we get the inbound replies. Now, why does it work? It works because of the three T's. The three T's. The first T is the technology. It's the technology. So what it does is actually mimic sending an email one-to-one. -one. So rather than use like Constant Contact or MailChimp or any of these tools, it actually it mimics you typing from your inbox one-to-one. -one. That means you get 100% deliverability. Next T is the tenacity, the automated follow-up. So if they don't reply to message one, they get message two. If they do reply, they don't get message two. If they don't reply, they get message three. If they reply to that, they don't get message four. If they don't reply, they get the next message. Now, interestingly, 40 to 60% of the leads come on message four plus. Huge. And the third T is the templates. Testing, tested, 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 tested. So double R, double R is something that most of our members will run straight away in the first 30 days. We have our members in 24 hours getting leads in. So if, if you've got a data set, it goes into double R, double R. 100% track record. Every single person who's used it has got either clients in or candidates or both. Um, the person I showed before, Keith Southern, he shut down his entire business and this became a key component. So what he did is he actually had six different campaigns running, six, six different desks. So A, B, C, D, E, F. And he had one for clients, a campaign running for clients and a campaign running for candidates. So you've got the candidate leads in and he also got the client leads in. And then what he did, the, the leads, he passed off to a remote virtual recruiter and they then closed them. So the first part of the process is mapping the market and building a data set. Then the tool does the rest. Now, if you look at the video we put out a couple of weeks ago, Trevor Renner, he's getting 1,000 inbound a day using this, this process. This process has been used with CEO levels. It's been used down at uh, sales levels. It's been used in IT. It's been used in fashion. It's been used in law. It's been used in every niche you can imagine. But it works because of the process. Remember the first step. There's a sequence to what we're doing here. There's logic. Number one, map the market, build data set. First project, have automation. So in terms of getting, we call this traction, this is based on completely cold data. And what that means is there's no authority. They do not know you. They've never heard of you. It's completely cold data. It's based on a strategy whereby they've never, ever heard of you. Pretty cool. Now remember, that's the 10%. That's the 10%. Now what about the 90% who are not hiring now, but are going to be? in the next 12 months. We can't leave them. So we want to auto automate the nurturing. So we do that 
by using an automated nurturing process. So let me just bring up. So we want to nurture them for the next 12 months plus, don't we? So what that means is it, the process runs in the background, runs in the background. But here's the thing. When a new lead comes into your database or comes into your business, the first 14 days are critical. And those first 14 days, we want to get every opportunity to get business out of them. So we do that by setting up a sequence, a sequence. So this is the sequence that we use with our members for, for clients. So on day zero, we've got an about you. So each of these come, comes with a template. An SPER is a short, personal, expecting a response email. HB means hot button, hot button one, two, three. So this process, we're getting anywhere from 20 to 70% engagement inbound from clients. So that means if you put your database, say, of 5,000 clients into, a into an automated sequence, it's going to run for the next year. So for the next 12 months, they're getting information from you. They're getting all this cool stuff. The first 14 days, it, you don't just put in content and see what happens. There's a process to it. So this is the process we use in the first 14 days to ensure that first 14 days, the client or indeed the candidate is going to come to you. So they drop out, they come into your diary. They drop out into your diary. So the first 14 days, we take that a bit differently. So we're not going to go through how to create each of these now. We've actually got um, the templates for each of these. So here are templates for the About You, SPAR, the hot buttons, et cetera, et cetera. But the key is this. You need to treat your prospects differently. 10 to 20, maybe 30% are looking to buy now or looking to hire now or looking to move now or open to it. The rest are not. So you must nurture the 70 to 90% and the other 10 to 30%, you need to have automation tell you who are the A's, who are the B's, who are the C's. If you treat them all the same, then all you've got is a scattergun approach and you haven't got a business that's scalable. You've got consultants getting pissed off. You've got you actually getting shattered. You've got rejection. You've got your brand damaged because you're contacting people who don't want to be contacted. So we have to treat them differently. They're not all in the same place. They don't all trust you yet. They're not looking to move yet. They're not looking to hire yet. So we either nurture them or we run double R, double R or an equivalent campaign. So unconscious guys have unloaded an awful lot there in terms of, um, terms of projects. But you see, we, we take the 10% that those who are looking to hire now with double R, double R, and then the rem remainder, where's it gone? There we go. The nurturing, we treat them completely differently. But even in that 12 months, we don't put 12 months of content in. There's a structure to it. There's a structure to that 12 months. But the beauty is this. You set it, set it up once, and that's it done. Possibly forever. Definitely for the next three, four, five years. So every one of your prospects it's going to be getting world-class content from you, but also in the right way, not just getting links to blogs or just getting, here's my new video. And you know, people don't want information. The last thing they want is, do you want to sign up for my newsletter? Of course you don't. So you need to treat them both differently. So in terms of um, insights, feedback, questions, if you look at the 10%, the look at your prospects, the 10%, and the 90%, so double R, double R for the 10%, nurturing, the nurturing maximizer for the 90%. What insights, what feedback have you got, or what aha moment have you just had around, around that? Or maybe focusing on, there are A's, there are B's, there are C's. 
Or maybe it's scaling the process. Maybe it's understanding, yeah, I don't know the size of the market. So let me know what insights you've got. All the 14 still coming in. How do you segment the 90 from the 10? The process does it. So you don't know that. The process does it. So with RRR, we run a RRR sequence once every quarter, four times a year. So the, the, the process will shake out who are the 10%. You can't know that. So the process does it. So the A's are down here. The A's are, these are the 10%. The B's are going to be the 90%. And the C's are not relevant to me. But that shouldn't happen because C's are not relevant, relevant to me means you put the wrong data set in. So the first step is identifying the clients that you want. So the process shakes out who are the 10%, who are the 90%. You'll hear me talk on podcasts about consistently predicting the future. Metrics drive everything. And the very first phase normally when someone comes to us is to get into traction. What that means is get leads and clients, get candidates, match the two up, get paid quickly. So to do that, we need to get into, let's say, traction phase. So this might be, by the way, I've removed a name from this. This is a game plan that I did yesterday for, um, for a new member. So a new member joined us. And I've laid out their plan for their first 30 days to get clients and to get candidates, okay? So this is what their game plan looked like. I'm just going to fast forward down into, into the good stuff. But first of all, I've laid out, trust the process. Everything's proven, it's done. Just, just trust the process. Templates are done, just trust it. And as you see, I've detailed here, there's normally three types of um, avatar that come to us. One, they're under half a million, looking to get half a million. Two, they're doing half a million, want to get to a million. That's probably the toughest part. And then those doing over a mil, looking to get the two, three, and it gets easier again. Second focus set to them was metrics. Trust the metrics. Metrics tell us everything. They tell us everything. It's not about working harder, and I hate you saying this, but it is very much about working smarter. And number three, it's iterative. So if you put 100 leads through RRR and you get a 10% conversion figure, would you put 10,000 through? Of course you wouldn't. You tweak it till you get 30, 40, 50%, then you might put 10,000 through. And you've got more business and you can shake a stick at, or more candidates you can shake a stick at. So it's iterative. It's working smarter. So th this particular individual, just make sure I've not got the names on here. So what we did here, first of all, is this. Action one, giving them an overview of the first 90 days. Giving them an over overview of what the first 90 days looks like. So this is what you need to get set up in your business the first 90 days. These are the accelerators we're going to get implemented. Action two, we're getting their LinkedIn profile updated. So when you run a campaign, this is what happens. There's... Um, if you run a campaign using RRR or indeed LinkedIn or whatever it might be, your client and candidate will do two things, first of all. They're going to check out your website and check out your LinkedIn. So we need to get your LinkedIn profile updated. So we've got templates for all this, and we get it updated. So they don't care you've been in business for 14 years. They don't care that you're a nice guy. All they care about is can you fix their problem. So action two, we get the LinkedIn profile updated. Also, we get their website updated, which indeed in this case is action seven. So there's two types of website, what we call 1.0. Website 1.0 is where effectively we get it um, built to a template. So what normally might cost thousands and thousands of dollars, you know, this chap got done for $300. And website 1.0 effectively gives you the right positioning. Website 2.0 is where we set up all the awesome inbound funnels, et cetera, et cetera. We normally do that in the third 90 days because there's a lot of work involved. So action two is we get the LinkedIn profile updated and the website. So when we run campaigns and the client and candidate go and check out you, you they can see you the real deal. Action three is we map out the marketplace, map out the, the, the market, identify how many clients, how many candidates, identify which clients want which candidates, then, then marry them up. 
And then action 3.2, you'll see, we build the database. Action four here was um, this particular individual is a automated LinkedIn process. So this LinkedIn process, we are adding um, 100 new connections a day. And from that process, we're getting clients and candidates along the way. It's an um, automated process, and we've given the templates here. So action four is we're using a LinkedIn process to get clients and candidates. Action five is we're building what we call client attainment system. So before you ever speak to a client, you should have overcome the objection of they've got other options, as in other businesses. They've got a preferred supplier. They've got internal recruitment. If you don't do that, you're going to get the objections. You'll get, we'll speak to you next week, and they go missing. So we call that a client attainment system. So in this case, they're building a client attainment system. Action six is, in this case, implementing RRRR. So you can see our specs out here as well. So what we're doing with RRRR is what we've just laid out earlier. And we're doing it for both clients and candidates. And I've laid out the metrics for them down here. So this, what this will do, it will give them traction. It will give them traction. You'll notice that I've not mentioned here anything to do with authority, anything to do with webinars, content, podcasts, building virtual teams, you becoming, um, quote, a business owner. This first 30 days is about you getting paid. It's about, right, build a data set. If you've got a data set, you can get it into your automation literally in 24 hours and get running. We can get leads in straight away. So we call this traction mode. And that's where there is some confusion. The amount of people who come to me say, I say, what inbound have you got? Well, I've got a website. doesn't mean anything. We've got a process called Content Canon, which can take 500, you go from 500 visitors a month to 10,000 visitors a month in one month. What's the point if it's not converting? But with a campaign, you actually get the business via RRRR or via LinkedIn. So, for example, why, why do people not post their jobs on the, on, on the job site? Because they're not finding candidates in that way. They're using campaigns to find the candidates. They've got all the candidates in their database. Posting jobs on your, on your website and then going to a job board, again, that's archaic. The campaigns bring in the clients. The campaigns bring in the candidates. So this is what a game plan was for this, you know, this person for their first 30 days. So notice that, again, it's about getting the implementation happening. And we're focusing on install automation for clients, candidates, and also LinkedIn in this case. But going back to our model, what we've not done is reference any of the, the business mastery side of things. What we're doing is getting traction. Why do I do that? Really simple. Because people in recruitment, and let's face it, most of us have built the same. Um, one, we're very hungry. Two, we've got um, not much trust going on. And three, we, we can smell bullshit a mile off. And we just tend to think there's too much bullshit out there. So we do this. We say, right, come in for 30 days. And at the end of 30 days, any reason you think is not right, we're part as friends. Never happened. But what it does for the person is, shit, I've got these leads coming in. Well, they'll never go back to picking up the phone. They'll never go back to going to referral um, uh, or networking events. They'll never go back to what they've done before. So as Tony Robbins says, you know, you implement, then you get results, you start to believe it, you take bigger action. So step by step, we implement different elements of this model. Different elements of the model. So... In terms of a implementation process, there's really five phases that we go through and you should be thinking about in your business. And we've got a dotted six now. The five phases that implementation phases. So there's foundation and then the scale. We've actually now got exit stroke replicate. So that means, for example, I mentioned brand, you know, so the whole new business is replicating a whole new business um, based on the same strategy. So you've got foundation, Scale. Then we've got the three A's. We've got attraction, we've got authority, and we've got automation. So in, in here, there's anywhere from 30 to 40 different strategies, sometimes 60, 
And we, well, we create two to three every single month because the landscape's always changing. On that game plan I've just shared with you, notice what we've done. We've got two from foundation. We've updated their LinkedIn profile and we've updated their website. We've got one from attraction, map the market. We've got a second from attraction, build a data set. We've got one from automation, double R, double R. We also had another one there, which is a VA running this for them. So one from scale. So all we've got is six simple strategies out of over 200. So with that initial game plan, it's about taking the right elements for that person. And that's where the mindset comes in. I'm a business owner. I'm a business owner. So the key thing that I push and push and push is any process that runs in your business more than once, you shouldn't really be doing. So step one is the strategy. The strategy that runs in your business, that's my job. That's what we do inside the inner circle. That's Andy. It's my job to do the how, test the how. It's your job to implement and keyword, get it converting. So again, if you've got a campaign, it converts at 5%, would you put through all your leads at 5%? No, you wouldn't. You get it converting to 20, 30, 40, 40, 50%, then you put all your leads through. Keyword, converting. Then my favorite, step three, we systemize. And step four, we hand over. And again, most of our members have virtual teams. Virtual teams, so whether you've got um, virtual commission-earning recruiters or whether you've got um, virtual marketing people or they've got virtual admin people. And we've got, so yeah, we've got members who are doing, oh, well, companies who are doing tens of millions and we've got guys who've gone from startup. But I get there's hesitation around this because only I can do this. But the fact is 80% of what you're doing now can be systemized. And you think it's in your head, it's not. So in terms of a, a timeline, If we break down a 90-day cycle, and let's say this is your leads, or indeed it could be your revenue, or whatever your criteria is going to be, of course, it's time. If we look at that game plan I, I set up for the, the new member yesterday, in this first 30 days, what we've done is we've got the, the process activated. We've got the strategies activated. We've got them up and running. The next 30 days for them is we get what we call calibrated. That means we get it converting. We get it converting and we start to get it systemized. And the third is we get it accelerated. What does that mean? It gets, we get it handed over. So that means that business owner will never ever be um, using, running double R, double R. They'll never be running campaigns on LinkedIn. They'll never ever be sourcing candidates, never ever be building data sets. Because a VA, stroke a virtual team member, will be doing it for them. So every strategy actually goes through three key phases. And that's where the real growth comes from, to become a business owner, to become this business owner. Now, I get it, it takes kahunas to do it. And as one director said to me many years ago, Andy, it's like trying to change a wheel on a car going 80 miles an hour, or 80 kilometers an hour, wherever you are in the world, being a recruitment stroke search business owner. But if you don't do that, you're going to be in the same place. So it's about getting that understanding of business ownership. So... If we go back to where we were, go back to where we were, and we identified at the beginning, maybe it's time, maybe it's money, maybe it's your role in the business, but you're on a path right now. So the question is, how long do you wait? So you break down where we, where we are now. So have we got um, sort of year one, year two, year three, of course, we're here, to, here today. 
So we're just, just one decision away. We're just one decision away. So if you don't take that change or if you don't change that, um, that path, and maybe you start it at year one. At year one, you're going to start the change. Or maybe you're going to wait another two years and it becomes pretty much impossible to make that change to get your ideal. But with a change of strategy and taking a change of um, model in your business, it becomes more doable. But if you wait a year, it becomes really, really difficult. Two years, pretty much impossible. So most people come to us for one or two reasons. One is they're on the wrong track. They're on the wrong track. And they want to get on the, on the right track, onto line one. Or indeed, they're on line one already, and they, they've, got, they've got it in place. So, um, I mentioned brand before. Andy, just show me what to do. You're on track one, but Andy, I want to get it done in one year rather than three years. What do I need to do? So let me know. What, where are you in terms of um, the track right now? Are you looking to speed up the track you're on, or are you looking to completely change the track you're on? If you think about the criteria, so if you've got this understanding, and we've got, first of all, do you get niche? Now, it doesn't mean you, you have to be in a narrowest niche in the world, but do you get niche? So, yeah, I get, I get it niche. You know, I'm in, I'm in IT, which I know there's a million clients in the US, uh, but I know, but really I'm dealing with PHP development. Okay. Do you get placements now? Have you got placements? That might sound crazy, but have you got placements in your niche? Are you in such a generalist niche, but you want to go into something really, really focused, but it's never happened? But have you actually attained placements in your niche, i.e., have you closed units before? Have you picked up business in units before? Are you doing it now? Next, maybe you're in the UK, USA. Big focus for us personally. We've got people from all over the world. Big focus for us. UK, USA. We find, and uh, I know we've got guys from all over the world on the, on the call now, but you guys in the USA just tend to be so much more open-minded and move so much more quicker. Look, Andy, tell me what to do. Where's, where's the model? Where's the template? Where's the plan? Implement. Love that mindset. Something about the US guys and girls who just get this, soak it up. Next, do you implement? So, for example, Darren, things you said, he's got HubSpot. We can have um, any tool in the world, Infusionsoft, we can have everything. It's about the implementation and the proven plan. And next, you. Pretty much, do you, do you get shit done? And it might sound crazy. But I get asked every single time. That's that game plan session yesterday. I got asked that question at uh, top, top of the call, and I get asked every single time is, Andy, what's the biggest trait that you've seen from someone starting up a business or indeed going from 200K to a mil? What's the trait that you've seen every time, the most consistent thing for the guys who, who kill it? And it's this. It's that simple. The reason we put out the video of Ryan across the net and Ryan's a gruff Scottish guy, swears, and he said, this fucking guy from the UK, he's, he's, he's effing and blinding. He said, I just told him, I did what he told me to do, then this happened, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But he implements, and he just gets on with it. And that might sound crazy, but you can be the most eloquent, educated recruiter in the world. doesn't mean anything. The trait I've seen over and over again is this. Implement, and just to get shit done attitude. Don't question it. As you might have saw in the game plan, I said, um, you know, at the, the top of it, just trust the process. 
the hard work's been done, it's been tested. We're going back to 1996, I was a system tester, very first place of words out was Numura, Japanese investment bank. So it's about implementation, and that's the key trait that I've seen. So I'm conscious now we're at the uh, top of the hour. So what I'm going to do is be respectful of time. Sometimes these webinars can go on for two hours. Uh, I'm going to be respectful of time today. So with that said, um, I'm going to wrap up in a few seconds. Now, for those of you I've not um, well, new, welcome. Really good to speak to you. Really good to see you on here. What I'd like to do first of all, what's your biggest insight? So guys, what I'm going to do is wrap up. Now, um, what I happily do is work through and create a game plan for you. But first of all, to do that, we need to know a bit about you. So what I want you to do is this. I want you to write down the niche you're in. Number one, the niche you're in. Number two, the placements, the last 12 months. So we deal with retain, we deal with contingent, we've placed 12 people, our average fee is X. Our big challenge is Y. Placements and what the big challenge has been. Number three, who your client and, client and candidate is. So industry, role, location. Then, if you head here, head here, rmi.acuityscheduling.com, head here, and schedule, first of all, a 15-minute call. And we'll have an audit session on what you've got in front of you now. So we're going to run an audit on those questions there. So get the questions done before we come. Do not come without the questions complete. Do not come without the questions complete. We'll have a 15-minute audit session. From there, we're going to look at your niche. We're going to look at the numbers. And then we'll jump on a 45-minute call. Now, just so you know, this isn't some bullshit um, underhand sales thing. It's not about that at all. We'll never even talk about our anything that we do unless you, unless you ask us. But I know how this works. Most of the people who come to us over the years have been following us for years. Sometimes it's next day. I know how this works. We walk the walk and we want you to do that. So come prepped. So just recap. What niche you're in? Number two, the placements that you've made. Average fee, number of placements, biggest challenge. Next, who the client and candidate is. Location, role, industry, etc. Go to rmi.acuityscheduling.com. Let me just bring it up for you. You'll come to this page. Schedule a, a call. Very important. Choose your time zone. Choose your time zone. And we've got, got a handful left for next week by the looks of it. Choose your time zone. Ensure you enter your contact details. But please come to that call prepped. So again, number one, what we want is niche. Number two, placements the last 12 months. Understanding, is it retained, contingent? What's the figures? What's the big challenge? Number three, who the client is, who the candidate is. So cover the role, the industry, and location. So I want you to spec it out like a five-year-old. So you're talking to a five-year-old. Make it idiot-proof. First of all, what was the big challenge in your words? Because the how, because this is what this is the, the reality. And this is when we're very careful. So if someone ever joins us, my name is associated with that person. So if we think about where you are now, so today... So let's say you're currently doing, no, I don't, I'm just going to put, put a random figure out the air. I'm going to say, let's say you're doing 150K. You might be doing, you might be doing 750K. So we do two. And you want to get to 500K or you want to get to 1.5 mil. So this is where you are now. This is where you want to be in 12 months, okay? So the how, this bit here, the how, that's my job. That's me. That's, that's what we do. That's, that's, that's what we do. The how is my job. But what I need to understand first of all is, right, 
where are you now? If you brought in 150K last year, or if you brought in 750K last year, how has that happened? So at this point, um, really it means just being transparent with each other. There's no point BSing each other, no mask, because often there's two things that happen. When I look at someone's business and I, um, I look at their either their assets in the business, by that I mean it could be data sets, it could be uh, connections, it could be um, referral opportunities, it could be anything. When I look at their, their, their assets, two things happen. Number one is I look at someone's business and often there's, there's assets I know how to leverage immediately. So one of the videos that uh, you might have seen out there, James Blackwell, the 24 hours of the game plan, the session we had yesterday, he had leads coming in, he sent me an email saying, Andy, I've just picked up a 7.5K roll, can't believe it. Most everyone was, was um, at that point, was 60, sorry, 7.5%. But within 24 hours, he had leads coming in because he had data on you how to leverage. On the flip side, someone else might come in and say, Andy, right, I work in IT. So what we need to do is identify the niche, drill down, build, build a database, uh, build a website, build a LinkedIn um, strategy, automate LinkedIn. So everyone's got a different starting position. But what I need to understand is, if you've done 150K last year, what made that happen? If you did 750K last year, what made that happen? What was the big challenge last year? So you want to be here, but how you get there, that's me. That's what we get paid for. But all I need from you, first of all, is you being completely transparent about, right, this is where I am. This is what's not worked. This is what I think the challenges are. And first of all, just need that from you. Hopefully that's given you um, a bit of insight into the uh, information you need, Darren, okay? Awesome, guys. What I'm gonna do is this then. I'm gonna wrap up the call. Um, I'm gonna go home and see my, my daughter, daughter before she goes to bed. And uh, I'm gonna wish you guys farewell. Look forward to speaking to, well, quite a few of you pinged inside the chat box. Look forward to that. Um, we're, Mark, we're at recruitmentmarketinginternational.com. Um, you can find us on LinkedIn, find us on iTunes, and in fact, you'll find links down here also on the on that page. You go to that page, you'll find links there. Okay. So with that said, guys, I'm going to wish you farewell. Have an awesome day for those of you in the states, and uh, for those of you who are up late, um, sleep well, and uh, I will speak to you soon, guys. Take care. Discover how to build your recruitment employment agency using one to many automation and inbound strategies before anyone else in your market specialization. Check out recruitmentmarketinginternational.com.